Welcome to Treknopod, a short-form podcast hosted by two dads who love to talk Trek. I'm Captain Schaff, and with me each week, side-by-side in our co-captain's chairs on the bridge of the USS Treknopod, is Captain Vactor. How are you, Vactor? Excellent. This has been a very long day, Schaff, the end of a very long week, but I'm glad to be here with you talking some uh, daddy adventures. Yes. It's been a, you're, you're not wrong. It's been a very long week and a very long day. So, uh, TGIF everybody, TGIF. We're recording this on Friday, March 3rd. Um, this episode will drop on Tuesday. Um, what date is that? I don't have it in front of me, whatever Tuesday follows March 3rd. I'll just (laughs) say that. Um, now just some information about our new format in 2023, we're giving you more, more content. That means on Saturdays, we drop an episode focused on our thoughts of current Trek TV, which right now that would be Star Trek Picard season three. And then on Tuesdays, this is actually going to be March 7th. Ah, We're going to drop bonus episodes devoted to our adventures as dads to young children, which you are now listening to boldly dadding. That's right. See, there's something for everybody. That's what's that's what we like to do. Uh, oh, yeah. Now then, let's go ahead and get into our weekly mission to boldly dad like no dad has daddied before. Uh, today's topic, we're going to be talking about tantrums. Oh gosh, tantrums. Are they could they potentially be worse than a warp core breach? We think so. <laughs> We think so right now because we've got young ones who love to be loud, loud. Oh, my gosh. So um, <laughs> before we get into our own personal adventures with this, I thought I would throw out just some some facts, some information about, about tantrums. I mean, it seems pretty obvious, right? A kid doesn't get his way, his or her way. They're going to react, and they react pretty strongly um, a lot of the time. Um, but there's, I'm pulling up some notes. Uh, there's, uh, there's some reasons, some, I would say top five reasons why your toddler has tantrums. Um, and so I'm going to go through them. So the first one, uh, a big common one would be big feelings. So, um, it can be overwhelming to learn what emotions are and then how to navigate them. So you're as a little kid, like as a toddler, you're just figuring out what it means to be happy, what it means to be mad, what it means to be sad. You're starting to feel these things for the first time and that those big feelings can be a little bit overwhelming at times. And that makes perfect sense. Uh, Seeking independence is another reason for tantrums. Toddlerhood is about emerging independence. Um, putting on shoes. They want to do it themselves, but they can't really figure it out. So they throw a tantrum. <laughs> um, but basically it's, de- it's the, when the desire to do something themselves is unmet. So if we take away something that they wanted to do, they're going to react. And that's usually how that happens. Power and control is another reason. Uh, it could be a reaction to a toddler wanting or needing more choice, more agency over themselves, having the power and control helps them to understand their preferences and how that can affect their surroundings. So it's important that they have a certain amount of control within reason, obviously. Um, For emerging language. So tantrums are often triggered when children cannot express themselves um, or that they are expressing themselves, but their needs are not being met. So um, I know that we both have experienced this. Uh, from time to time, um, I have a two and a half year old, and I also have a ten month old. And Vactor has about to be a two year old. Yeah. 
Very exciting. Um, and then the, the last of the reasons that I have here, and there's, I'm sure there's plenty more, but these are just sort of like basic reasons, uh, fundamental ones, uh, sensory needs. So feeling tired, feeling hungry, feeling hot or cold, overstimulated or understimulated, that can also bring about a tantrum. So that's just kind of like a few things uh, that cause them. And I think it's important also to like talk about what we've experienced with tantrums and how we manage them, how we sort of facilitate through them. So I'll start with you, Vactor. What do you, um, what's your kids' tantrums like? Very big emotions. And that's the key phrase that my wife and I say to each other. Every time he's having a tantrum, we just say big emotions, big emotions. (laughs) And it's a lot of, I mean, the number one thing is he's crying and, uh, very loud. A lot of times lately he just drops wherever he's at, wherever he's standing, he just drops to the to his knees and, you know, puts his head up. Ah. Oh, wow. Uh, and it's like, why? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> drama, drama queen. Um, and it's only been recent that he's been doing that. Like he's had big emotions since he came out the womb, but... It's only recently that it was, okay, if he thinks you're taking something away from him, he just drops to the floor. It doesn't matter if it's um, a cracker that you, okay, you can't have any more crackers. Ah! Like (laughs) everything causes um, a tantrum now. So, yeah, it's just been a lot of trying to be patient and trying to be understanding of, like what you said, them not understanding their emotions, trying to figure out being new to mm-hmm. these these feelings. And so it's me coming from the standpoint of a 40-year-old adult, I'm just like, man, why are you doing that? Like yeah. it's a cracker or whatever, you know? And but then I just <laughs> have to remind myself, okay, he's he's a toddler, he has very big emotions. And if this is what the terrible twos is going to be like the whole time shop, get me into a time travel, get me into a DeLorean and take me ahead a couple of years because this is not fun. Yeah. I was just saying that to my wife last night. I was like, this period right now, this phase, it's not a lot of fun. It's not a lot of fun. Um <laughs> I mean, obviously, you know, all kids go through this, this phase. So it's, we recognize it as a phase. Like we're joking right now, but like, um, we, we know that they're just trying to maneuver through this, this tough time of just learning how to, how to be, how to be a human. Um, it's tough. Um, definitely I'm no stranger to witnessing the tantrums. Um, not so much for my 10 month old because she's not quite like she re responds and reacts, but it's more hold me, you know, like if she's, uh, we put her down for like a brief moment, um, to, uh, so we can do something with both hands. I don't know, like eat a meal, <laughs> like eat a freaking meal. Yeah. It's so hard. Um, yeah. but she responds and, in, in, in the way of crying to get, to get herself heard. And that's, a, that's a language barrier, right? She can't use words to communicate. So it's just crying all the time, crying. Cause I'm hungry crying. Cause I'm thirsty crying. Cause I'm sleepy. I have a poo poo diaper, you know, like it's all the same, but 
you know, as a parent, we figure out those different cries mean different things. And then for my two and a half year old, um, she's, she's older than two and a half. I just say two and a half. Um, she's closer to three than she is two and a half. Um, but, uh, she's, we already call her a three nature. She's a three nature. <laughs> uh, cause that's how, that's how three year olds act. Um, so the tantrums are that much more like in, increased in, in severity. <laughs> so he's factors looking pretty worried, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, it's hard. It's hard. She, she's had a couple of public tantrums. Most of the time they happen inside the house. So that's been good, but there's been a couple of times in like a parking lot or whatever, where she like, like you said, drop to the ground or she does a lot of kicking, a lot of, uh, a lot of like shaking her arms around and kicking, um, throwing. She'll throw whatever's in her hand, which is bad because if it's around our other child, our other baby, like she might hit her and there's yeah. been a couple of close calls. Um, but it is, it's a lot of her not getting her way or a lot of not having her own like control over the situation. Um, it's not so much a language barrier because she's pretty good um, at communicating her needs. Um, she's very outspoken, has a really great vocabulary. So um, it, you know, what she, whatever she wants or needs, she makes her point pretty clear. It's when she doesn't get her way is the number one reason why she gets, uh, has a tantrum. Um, when Ezra is, when your son Ezra is in the midst of a tantrum, how do you like, what, how do you respond? What works? What gets him to, to calm down? So right now it's my wife, just her presence calms him down. So that is tough for me when she's out running an errand or she's doing something yeah, you don't and have your secret weapon. Yeah. <laughs> when when she's not there, I just try to make him laugh. And most of the time, 90% of the time, it's tickling him. And he changes on a dime. He will be bawling his eyes out. And then as soon as you tickle him, <laughs> then he's happy and everything's like, <laughs> like it was like he was never crying before. Right. So that's what I do. I try to just change the tears into laughter or I also um, I'll try to just distract him put on Miss Rachel or put on something he loves Coco Melon right now that's his and wheels on the bus like it's his favorite yeah thing Emily, Emily loves wheels on the bus too. any <laughs> motion like show yeah beep 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 whatever so if I can distract him or I can just make him laugh those are my two things when my wife is around she hugs him and embraces yeah. him and that a hundred percent that takes away all, all of his um, tantrum. Nice. Yeah, that's good. I, yeah. I think you're right. You know, I've um, I think we've all had those moments where the tantrum gets the best of us too. Like we respond in a less than ideal way. Um, I've def I'm definitely guilty of that. Yeah. I, I always try to come at it from the right perspective, but sometimes it's just been a long day and uh, we got to give ourselves some grace on that. But, um, uh, but I think what works for, for, for Emily, my two and a half year old is, um, being held, like you said, being held, um, just loving up on them, giving them a good squeeze. 
Uh, I also try to make Emily laugh, um, which is helpful to take her mind off of it. If it's something that, you know, can't be changed, like some things that she wants just cannot happen. Um, they're just not reasonable things that she wants. Um, (laughs) I will say this. She's, you know, one thing that I think a lot of kids do have tantrums about, and maybe this is older kids, but in the toy aisles, like you'll be at target and they're almost any time of day. If you are at target or, you know, Walmart or whatever, but like there is a kid somewhere in one of the toy aisles bawling and, you know, like having a tantrum on the floor, shaking, kicking, (laughs) you know, pissed off at mom or dad. And even though there's been plenty of times where, where Emily has joined me at target she'll want plenty of toys, but I'll, and, and she doesn't usually have to want for much. Like I, I, I spoil her rotten, but <laughs> I'll say no plenty of times as well to, to things that she doesn't need or whatever. I know she's not going to use past like five minutes of play. And, uh, she never, she never has a tantrum about that stuff. So like, I'm like this, Oh, so great. I'm like, she has a good understanding of, I can't have this right now maybe later or not at all. It's I'm not like, she doesn't get like married to stuff in the toy aisle. So I'm so glad yeah. <laughs> about that. Cause that would be rough. And I don't like public uh, tantrums. Uh, it's cause all eyes are on you, you yeah, know, like right. the judgmental stares of parents. Um, that's not how I would have done it. You <laughs> know. <laughs> so, uh, but I think what really works is just loving up on them. I think that's, I think that's key. And like you said, uh, distracting when, when necessary is a good idea too. Um, and positive, uh, forms of, of television or entertainment, um, like Miss Rachel, like you said, Coco Melon. Um, and, uh, and I think after they, they calm down, if it's something where it needs to be like a learning opportunity, then that's the best time to do mm. it. I think a lot of parents, they, they mean well, but they try to initiate that, no, you need to do it like this in the moment. And there's no lesson that can be learned when they're like wailing like crazy. So um, so definitely I think the benefit is take a step back or, or take a step forward and just embrace them. And then mm-hmm. you can, once they calm down, you might be able to <laughs> get through uh, to your child. But um, I'm glad that we figured out ways to calm them down because it, be, it can be tough. Yeah. I mean, kids are every kid is different from one another. So I have no idea what Sage is going to be like my uh, 10 month old. Um, but she's very outspoken, very, very vocal. So I have no doubt she is going to be a force. <laughs> so we'll see what happens at that point. Maybe I'll be dipping back into this past episode and reminding myself that it's going to be okay. <laughs> um, I, I saw this quote on Instagram today and I wrote it down cause I was like, man, this is, it's not like a a profound quote. It's nothing like revolutionary, but it resonated with me. So I thought I would share it with, uh, with you, Vactor and with anybody listening. I said, one day we won't be as tired and all of these tantrums will be a distant memory. Um, and not just all these tantrums, but all of these, like what seem to be like stressors, negative aspects of parenting. Um, it's all going to be a distant memory. And, um, and that put it in perspective, you know, that, that tells me, you know, I just, this is a phase of life and factor. And I talk about that all the time, um, in our personal conversations, this is a phase of life. We're just trying to make it through. So as we boldly dad through this phase of life, hopefully, um, uh, you folks as parents listening, um, or, 
hoping to be parents one day, just know that to value every day and cherish every moment. Um, and, uh, and know that you're doing the best job you can, uh, because nobody has it all figured out. And, uh, that's why we do boldly dating. Cause we like talking and sharing our, our, our parental experiences. So, uh, thank you, Vactor, very much for sharing, um, you know, your experiences with Ezra and, uh, what you guys do to help, um, help him come back down to earth because <laughs> <laughs> Emily can, can be tough too. And I, I, I feel for you. Um, well with that, thank you so much folks for listening to our boldly dadding installment this week. Um, if you're looking for us on social media, which we hope you are, cause that'd be really nice. Uh, you can find us at Treknopod, T R E K N O P O D. And that's going to be on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok, And we're also on YouTube. Uh, that's where we put a lot of our short form content. So make sure to check out our shorts, salute our shorts on there with a like, um, and, uh, some comments. We would love the engagement. That's, I think one of my favorite parts about doing a podcast is when fans interact and they do a lot. They do a lot of that on TikTok. And I would love to see, um, even more on TikTok, and then I would also love to see tons on on YouTube. So that would be fantastic. Um, if you would like to, um, no pressure, but we would love if you would rate and review our podcast. Some podcast uh, platforms let you do that, like Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Um, and if you're on one of those, uh, throw down some uh, five stars or, or give us a thumbs up or however the app does it for you. Um, going forward next week, we're going to continue our ongoing recap of Star Trek Picard season three. It's going to be episode four. And we've also going to have some more boldly dadding adventures with that. I believe our mission of the week is complete now boldly go and have a great week and live long and prosper. Yeah.